Hey guys, it's Alyssa. Um, I just finished editing tonight's podcast. I'm a little emotionally drained, so I'm really sorry if it's not split uh, so that you can skip it. Um, This is really important, I think, to address, you know, mental health issues and and things that we normally, you know, sweep under the rug. Um, I'm sorry if this episode upsets anybody, but Megan and I felt it was pretty important uh, to get out there. We will resume our normal, you know, funny, kooky episodes, I guess. Uh, we might put an extra one out later in the week just to kind of balance things out. I uh, might just put out like a bonus episode or something. I'm not sure. Um, just wanted, uh, to kind of put the trigger warning here. Um, we talk about death of, uh, family members, death of parents. We talk about, um, suicide, uh, suicidal thoughts, suicidal ideations. We talk about, you know, being medicated and seeing a therapist and, you know, the importance of talking to a therapist if you have the ability to and how important your friends really are to you when it comes to dealing with your mental health. So please, um please reach out, uh, to somebody, like, like anybody, um, (coughs) excuse me, sorry, um, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, um, they have an online chat, I think, now, but, uh, they for sure have the phone number, it's available 24 hours a day, it's 1-800-273-8255, Please, please, please talk to somebody. Um, if you're a veteran, veterans have their own phone number and chat line as well. You can go to veteranscrisisline.net, and they have um, all sorts of resources for veterans. Suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Um, you can talk to somebody there as well. Um, please, please, please talk to somebody if you are feeling alone or scared or whatever. Please, please talk to somebody. Um, it's important. You're important and the world isn't going to be the same without you. Hi guys and welcome to Naked Nuggets. Uh, I am Alyssa as always. And I'm Megan still. Still. (laughs) Um, today is going to be a little bit of a more serious episode. Um, at the end of the episode, I'll just write down everything that we talked about and we will put a little trigger warning uh, in the beginning for everybody, probably right after this whole little talking part here. Um, if you are listening on Anchor, uh, it will be p- mostly put off into sections. Um, so for all the specific trigger warnings, I'll try to separate it as much as I can. And if you see something that you're comfortable with, you can always skip ahead uh, to the differently named section. Um, and then, of course, the end of episode banter at the end um, will be there as well. So if you just want to listen to that, feel free. Um, I talk about seeing a bald eagle today. And <laughs> Megan talks about mild work drama that hasn't really been confirmed yet. Yeah, we're still waiting. Yeah. On the results. yeah. Okay, so um, we wanted to kind of, we've had a couple episodes that were more kind of uh, funny and some bonus episodes that were more entertaining, but um, we wanted to take a step back a little bit. A lot of stuff's been happening over the last week or so, um, and I wanted to talk about, uh, I guess, like coping mechanisms and, you know, dealing with grief, dealing with loss, dealing with 
um, you know, uh, mental health issues and things like that. Um, and I wanted to talk about a really interesting concept that I cannot remember where exactly I heard it or saw it. Um, I just remember every single time um, I think about, you know, whatever's going on in my life or if I'm talking to somebody else about what's going on in their life, I always come back to uh, this little uh, analogy or, or a way of thinking. Um, and we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit, elaborate on it, maybe talk about some personal experiences. Um, also, if you have a personal experience that you want to um, share with us, you know, we'll never put your business out there. But if you just want to talk, um, send us a little message on Anchor, if you know us personally on Facebook, send us a message as well. I know my messenger is always open for people to talk. So, and I'm sure Megan's mostly open. Mainly because I don't know how to not make it open. So <laughs> if you guys want to talk, you can Feel free to talk up and just message me. Yeah. Um, we'll probably set up um, like a Facebook group or something soon because we don't really know how Twitter works. Oh, um, so um, there will be a box there for you to add people you know add people you think would like the show all right so um I like I said I can't remember where I heard of it or where I saw it um it just it feels like it kind of just popped into my head but I know I saw it or heard of it somewhere someone explained it to me or something I really can't remember but it's basically um and it can be you know grief it can be mental illness it can be it can be you know, anger or over, you know, loss or something that happened. It can be anything. So basically it's, um, you have, you know, a box for whatever this emotion is and in the box, there's a button. So, you know, the pain button, the, the grief button, the loss button, the mental illness button, the eating disorder button, whatever it is. Um, and in this box, there's a ball. And when all of this stuff first happens, you know, if it's, if it's someone that died or, you know, someone maybe you're not friends with anymore. It could be something small as just like a friendship that you no longer have. Uh, when it first happens, the ball is really big. And no matter how you move this box, the ball hits the button. And it hurts really badly and it makes you really sad and it affects you constantly. As time goes on, the ball gets smaller. And it hits the, bo- the button less frequently, uh, randomly, unpredictably, in sometimes the weirdest situation. Maybe you'll remember something and it'll make you really sad. Um, That's the ball hitting the button, but it's gonna start happening less and less. So as time goes on, that ball gets so small that it very rarely hits the button. But when it does, the, the episodes, if you will, are so few and far between that they become more manageable. And maybe you spend less time feeling sad about it because that ball hits the button just for a second. Um. And to um, just kind of talk about the episodes and talk about stuff. And you can always reach out to me and Megan through there as well. Um, Okay. So I guess start off by talking about the, the the concept about the button. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, So I, you know, I encourage our listeners, if you're going through something, um, you know, a friend of mine talked about, um, you know, something that she struggles with. I'm not going to like put it out there because I know she listens and I want her to get upset. But um, a friend of mine talked to me about something she struggles with. Uh, My mom has talked to me about something that she really struggles with, um, which I will talk about a little bit later on the episode. 
Um, but please, I encourage you, if you're having trouble dealing with something and you're not really sure how to process it, take it from me personally, because I use this. It helps a lot to think of it as that box and that ball and, um, you know, the button. Uh, so, you know, some days are just really bad. Like I've had two days in a row yesterday and the day before that were just really, really low days. <laughs> and all day long, I kind of felt like I was on the verge of crying and it was awful. Like I wasn't sad about anything. It was just that damn ball hitting the button so much that day. Yeah, um, your ball grew temporarily. Yeah, like the ball was just like, I'm going to get this bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that happens and that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with it, but it's always good to, you know, talk to somebody about it. If you have someone to talk to, then great. If you don't, then talk to us so. or a therapist. Those are, there's no shame in talking to a therapist. Believe me, I put it off for a long time and I'm so glad I finally went. But yeah, do you want any, do you want to add anything else, Megan? So, and I laugh, but it's, 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 it's horrible. Yeah. You know, just laughing is coping sometimes. Yeah, um, it really is. And I feel like people yeah. um, like misconstrued it. Like, oh, you're making fun of it. Like, we're really not. But sometimes, yeah. like, I mean, and this is horrible. And I this is going to trigger myself trying to feel like I'm going to start crying already. But, like, look at Robin Williams. He's the funniest person. But he was broken. Yeah. Like, he was such a broken individual. But look at the joy that he brought people. And I feel like people that struggle with, you know, internal turmoil and grief, like they're like, I'm, I'm just speaking for me and I'm generalizing everybody because I, a lot of people I know that struggle with stuff like that are really, really funny. I think it's, we don't want other people to feel the way that we feel on a daily basis. So we do right. everything we can to lighten things up and make people happy and go out of our way to talk to other people and kind of talk them off the ledge while we're like hanging off of it with two fingers. Exactly. And yeah. a lot of the times that's, how I feel because I'm I'm great with talking people through stuff I'm like oh if you need something come to me like I'll you know I'll, I'll go mm -hmm. through this with you but at the same time I don't know how to deal with my own internal struggles yeah so, and I mean uh, you were talking about uh Robin Williams uh when Pete and I were hanging out the other day he put on um a music uh, music video with Lincoln Park, like mm -hmm. just playing in the subway, mm -hmm. and I started bawling. Oh, and because I obviously I saw Chester, like Chester Bennington, yeah, it was yeah. like you know, like he you know put his emotion out into his music, but like no one saw that he was hurting directly. Like obviously, if you listen to the music now, like yeah, obviously yeah, he was broken too, but yeah. you know we put that somewhere as an outlet to get through it for the time being but uh yeah I was just like wow like he he was hurting <laughs> and yeah. I just started he's like oh no 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 what happened what happened was <laughs> <laughs> like no it's fine I'm just feeling music right I'm now emotional <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's life's tough yeah. and you know, you just gotta, you can't try to deal with it on your own. Um, talk to people, anyone, talk to the internet, talk to, talk to your pets. Talk Dude, to I your talk pets. to Scarlett all the time. They will love you no matter what. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like just, they have to love you. You feed them. Exactly. Exactly. Just give them pets. 
cry on them. They might get their fur wet, but they'll still love you. <laughs> well, if it's a cat, it might not, but a dog definitely will. <laughs> yeah. Cat will just start kneading and then you'll be like, eh, I'm moist now. Yeah. Walk away. And they'll stand on you and it's just a. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. So I had to deal with a large amount of grief when I was very young. Um, So when I was 11 years old, my mom passed away. So, you know, I was seeing like our, my school guidance counselors and I would have like therapists, they would actually come to the house. And I had, uh, you know, I had a couple of different therapists that I would talk to and everything, but I feel like at that time, one, I was just a very introverted person to begin with. And I didn't, and sometimes still don't know how to express my emotions and what I was feeling on top of growing up and everything else that was around that. So, and I explained to this to, I explained this to our friend Pete and, um, cause he went through some things before and the way that I thought of it was I didn't really have the time or the chance to actually get through it properly because mm-hmm. the rest of life was going on around me right you know just like growing up as a preteen girl going through mm-hmm. school and on top of that a new school and you know it just kind of put it on the back burner and right. just like obviously I never forgot it's just I just didn't I don't you think didn't I have the time it. to really yeah to yeah I didn't it. have the time or the resources to process it properly and I mean you know when you explained this boxer to me the other day I was like wow that's like that got me I was like wow that's a really great yeah. analogy um because I mean since then I never seen a therapist, even though I yeah. know I should. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So unfortunately, I don't have a lot to contribute because I'm still learning how to deal with my brain in its current mm-hmm. state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, like I, I prepared for this episode. I. <laughs> I took a shower. I'm clean. I'm in comfy clothes. I lit some incense. I caught up on Phil DeFranco and I have criminal minds playing in the background. I think we've mentioned Phil DeFranco in every single episode. I love him so much. <laughs> if he doesn't start sponsoring our podcast, I'm going to be so disappointed. Phil, I know you're on anchor as well. If you see our podcast and you want to talk to us, I Please will talk to Megan. <laughs> but anyway, back on topic. I just wanted to get yeah. like a sort of... You you cleansed. You prepared. Yes. I, I tried yeah. to prepare as much as I could. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's hard to add to this sort of thing when I'm still inactively dealing with it myself. Yeah. I think and a I lot of people... Yeah. What? what? what I know that's a big issue on my end because, like, I know that I need to deal with things. I yeah. know the things that I could do 
to deal with it. I know that I could find the resources and I have the resources, but I don't want to. Yeah. You, you, I think there's, there's a couple different types of people. There's the people that don't want to, because they don't really want to confront. They've spent so much time not confronting whatever the thing is, you know, the demon, so to speak, that, uh, well, I don't know if this is you. I'm just saying, just from my travels. I don't travels, know if that's me either. <laughs> um, there's, there's people that have spent so much time avoiding the demon that they don't want to confront it because they're comfortable with what their life is right now. They don't have to think about it. It'll come up every once in a while and then it goes away and they're going right back to their regular life. Right. Um, and then there's the people that don't want to because, you know, they're afraid. They don't know what emotions it'll bring up. They don't want to relive and, and rehash all of that. They're, they don't. They want to pretend like it didn't happen. They want to forget about it. Um, yeah. And then there's the people that don't talk because they're, you know, maybe they're scared. You know, they they don't they're want to get over the feelings that they have. Thing what? Has to be, or they're embarrassed that they realize that there's yeah. something that has to be done or changed. Yeah. Or worked through. Yeah. I mean, that was like my biggest problem for a while. Like when I was younger. I was really young like I always had issues I was a really angry kid or I was a really happy kid like there was no medium I was either super high or super low um and that was kind of like constantly like as far back as I can remember like I was either in a really great mood or in a really pissy mood um and uh my mom gosh I think it's a funny story but it's not a funny story um there was for a while and I know it was at my school I don't know if it was at every school but for a while at my school, there was a weird trend of kids taking out this one book on suicide. And it was just like, it almost became a rite of passage. Like you, you put your name on the list to find out when this book was going to be back in the library. And then it was your turn to take a lot, to take the book out and read it. And then you bring it back. And some kids would probably take it and didn't read it. They just wanted to say they had it. Um, Which book was but it? I, it was just called suicide. <laughs> like, oh, it was just a book on, on suicide. Like, I can't even really remember what was in it. It was just, you know, it talked about, you know, what happens and what it means to kill yourself and blah, blah, blah. Like, it wasn't like a, hey, do it. It was like a, don't do it because this is bad kind right. of thing. Um, but it was weird. Like, it was, you're in middle school. Like, everybody wanted this book. Um, I think they eventually took it out of the library because they were like, there's a weird number of kids checking this book out. <laughs> like, we need to take this. Um, but, uh, I was, I was young. I think I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Um, and my mom had found the book. I, I don't know if it was on the floor or if it was in my backpack or what it was. Um, but she got like overwhelmingly upset and I didn't understand why. Cause to me, it was just a book. Right. You know, there was nothing special about this book that was going to make it, you know, like why was my mom getting upset? I didn't understand. Yeah, it didn't apply to you as far as you knew. Yeah. I was like, no, like, I'm just, mom, it's just a book. It's not a big deal. And she was like, do you want to do this? Like, are you thinking about this? And I was like, God, no. <laughs> no. Like, I just want to be cool. on my radar. Yeah, like, I was trying to justify it. I was like, no, mom, everybody's taking this book out. Like, it's not, not a big deal. Um, but I was trying to figure out why she was so upset. And she told me, um, so a little bit of backstory. I had an uncle that was my mom's brother. And he passed away when I was really, really little. And he was the coolest dude. Like, everyone's got that favorite uncle. He was my favorite uncle. Like, he was badass. Um, 
And he did the best Grover impression of anybody on the planet. Oh like, God. I don't care who you are. He could have been Grover. I, I will take that to my grave. <laughs> um, so, um, and I was never really told the story of how he died or anything like that. I just knew that he passed away and that was kind of it. Um, I didn't even really have memories of like finding out that this happened. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I just, as far back as I can remember, you know, he was there and then he was not. Right. Um, like, so my uncle was like, yeah. Didn't really have the capacity to understand why. Yes, exactly. You know, he was here and now he's not. Okay, I'm gonna keep playing with toys. My dolls. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my mom was like, Well, you know your uncle. And I was like, Yeah, what about it? Like, why are we changing the subject to this weird subject right now? And she was like, Well, this is how he died. I was like, What? Um, and she was like, Yeah, you know, he killed himself and blah blah blah. And she talked about how, you know, it's so selfish and yada yada. And I just remember being like numb in that moment and just like not understanding how somebody that I loved so much and looked up to so much could have done that. Cause at that point I was like, I was angry. I was like, he did this to me. Like, how dare he do that to me? And I went through like every stage of grief in about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was years of not knowing and then knowing just came crashing together. Um, and I found out, you know, you know, why my mom was so upset about it. And I had to like promise her like, no, this is not, I'm not thinking about doing this. This is not it. Yeah. Um, and it's been it, like, she eventually became um, like more okay with talking about things. And I don't really remember the conversation that I found out how he did it, but I just remember like knowing. Um, I think a lot of it, like I've kind of blocked out because my mom gets very emotional talking about it. Yeah. Um, but I do know um, how he did it. And I'm going to just say it now because, like, people make jokes about this a lot and it bothers me. Like, I hate using the term, like, triggered. But this is, like, the one thing that, like, I just, I can understand joking. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself. Like, I joke like that. But when it gets specific to this one thing, I get so upset. Like, I, I shake a little bit and my heart hurts and I just can't do it. Um, he... Uh, you know, shut the garage door and like parked the car in it and left the car running. Oh. And it, yeah. <laughs> um, and for a really long time, I kind of like had this weird like suicidal ideation about doing something like that. And I looked into it a lot. Like I was in a real dark place. Um, I looked into it a lot and I was trying to figure out, you know, what, what is it? What happens? And like everything, you know, you read online is like, oh, you just fall asleep. And that somehow made me feel a little bit better about how everything happened to him right um because it, it was more like well he didn't suffer he got to just fall asleep and and it was okay like if if it would have been something you know more extreme and you know tragically like violent then I probably would feel a little bit different way but um he's still my favorite and I still love him and I think he's great and I hope heaven exists because I would yeah. super love to see him one day and be like yo you're psychotic but cool <laughs> um but yeah, so I, I um, when I was about 13 or 14, I was having, you know, issues again and weird, you know, manic depressive episodes. My mom medicated me. Um, and then we found out that that didn't work because I went from feeling everything to feeling nothing. And that was a weird, like, extreme uh, divide. But um I stopped, you know, I just, I was like, I stopped taking the medicine. I didn't want to talk to anyone anymore. And I wanted to pretend like it didn't exist. 
So I spent the rest of my life, I'm 27 now, I spent the rest of my life pretending like it didn't exist. Um, I had I had my son and it started coming back a little bit. And I just kind of choked it up to, you know, postpartum depression. Everything's fine. Now we're good. I just you know, right. I lost a little bit of weight. I couldn't really eat. It's just the baby blues. It's not a big deal. Um, you know, kind of stuffed that down a little bit. And then I had my daughter and it came back again and it never really went away. Mm-hmm. You know, it became more manageable, but it was like, it literally just felt like you had someone hanging on your back all the time. And sometimes, you know, you figure out how to maneuver with the thing on your back. And some days it's just a little bit harder to get around. So you just lay in bed because it's too yeah. heavy. Um, but finally, and honestly, thank God for Ethan. Um, for anybody that is crazy and starting our podcast on episode five or whatever this is. Um, Ethan's my boyfriend. We've been together for a little over a year. Um, this is before we said I love yous or anything like that. Um, he says something to me that really made me think he was just like saying that, you know, how I was so angry all the time. And I just thought, remember thinking like, but I'm not, I'm not angry. Like I'm not angry. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, I'm not angry, but I'm, I'm not happy. Yeah. Um, and that day like literally that day I started calling my insurance company I called therapists I got I managed to get an appointment for the next day and that doesn't happen in the the world of therapy you don't get next day appointments and honestly if I didn't get a next day appointment I wouldn't have gone because it, it would have been too far out and I would have said forget it I don't and I don't need it it's not a big deal it's fine yeah um but I'm, I'm really glad. Like, I, I love the woman that I'm seeing now. She's great. My psychiatrist, who thankfully medicates me, is also great. Um, they um, basically, like, I'm going to talk about my diagnosis because fuck it. Um, I was diagnosed with, um, well, they initially thought that I had, like, I guess a minor case of PTSD um, from, like, past relationships and traumatic experiences and things like that. Um uh, like a serious anxiety disorder. Like I shake bad when I'm anxious. Um, and then, uh, bipolar and bipolar depression, um, which anybody that has bipolar depression knows it fucking sucks. Um, it's really hard to deal with and you can feel really good for a while. And then you, like me, you have two really low days and everything just feels awful and terrible and everything's your fault and it's awful. Um, but thankfully I got, great anxiety medication uh and then I don't know what the other one does it's like a makes you happier I guess I don't really know I think I think they call it an SSRI I don't know it basically increases the serotonin levels in your brain and makes your brain try to do happy things um it's it's still you know trial and error we're still in like the infant phases of everything so um, it's been a couple months and I'm actually thinking about changing medications because I'm starting to feel less okay Yeah. Um, on them. So um, it's definitely, you know, so if you important do... realizing, you know, yeah. when things are and aren't working. I mean, not that I'm speaking from experience, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I read this Tumblr thread, uh, I think it was yesterday and it was talking about therapy and it was like, um, Oh, people think that they go to therapy and it's just like 
a cure-all and like it's magic and you go and you know exactly like you're you're just like flipped a new coin and everything's great but it's more yeah. so it's more so like the way that this person described it was being in a car and breaking down on the side of the road and the only way to you know get back on the road was to be on the phone with a mechanic mm -hmm. and the mechanic is talking you through what may or may not be the problem mm -hmm. so they tell you oh try this and you try it and you get back on the road and you go another couple miles but then you break down again and then they keep walking you through it so eventually you the car might not be fixed completely but you have the tools from talking with this mechanic um, mm -hmm. and you're able to navigate it and fix the problem enough to where you can keep going down the road. I love that. That's such a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is, you know, it, it made me think like, oh yeah, I should probably find a therapist. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, like I said, I know something is wrong and something should be done. Yeah, but, but it's just about actually doing it is, is yeah. really different. Yeah, and it's not even about, like I said, it's not about, like, fear of doing something. It's just, like, pure laziness. Yeah. Which is, like I said, probably just apathy and just like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah. yeah, it's like the dog with, like, surrounded by fire. Like, this is fine. Exactly, yeah. It's just life now. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, I've gone so long just, like, taking everything with stride and just, like, you know, making the best of things and just going yeah. with it because that's what I've, you know, unfortunately trained myself to do. Just, like, take everything as it comes, good or bad, yeah. and keep going without really acknowledging it. Yeah, I think it's hard to, to because you always hear, like, Oh, being easygoing is such a positive trait. Go with the flow is such a positive trait. But it, yeah. if you think about it, like they're not like the, these are really damaging things to be like when you're go with the flow, you are ignoring everything and just doing what, you know, you you think you're supposed to be doing and being easygoing and stuff like that. Like you're probably ignoring like some serious, I don't want to say red flags, but we'll just call them red flags. Like you're probably you're ignoring some. Right. I'm red flags. I'm ignoring some really red flags <laughs> <laughs> because I am the most easygoing person ever. <laughs> you really are. You're very easygoing. That is a problem. <laughs> yeah, like we like to pride oh, ourselves oh, on oh, that, but then it's like, oh, I'm actually, it's actually a mental then, health issue. Yeah, then there's a problem. Yeah, but if you do something to me, nah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those people where I if I'm not immediately good at something, mm -hmm. I don't, I stop doing it. Yeah. Which is why, like, I don't like being uncomfortable. I don't like mm -hmm. things are hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a very dry, bad trait in a person. <laughs> but, um, but I recognize this. <laughs> I recognize yeah. this. I know that I should work on it. Um, but yeah, so that's just what's been keeping me not doing it even though even though I know that I should but eventually yeah. one day I'll do it just like Matt keeps yelling at me to get a, a mammogram which yeah I'll do it fine <laughs> <laughs> one day <laughs> yeah it's always like we want to put off the things that seem 
like daunting or like they're going to make things worse initially and then it's yeah. you know eventually it'll be better but it's like why people quit diets like I haven't lost I've been on this diet for five minutes and I haven't lost five pounds so I'm quitting uh, yeah um, I like, but yeah, that's I what it feels like and that lasted a day and I was like yeah I'm gonna try intermittent fasting that lasted a day and a half <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm hungry I'm done yeah. yeah but like I don't even know if it's just like out of fear and I think the, it's just things that are difficult. Like it's yeah. just, it's, and, it's that, and maybe fear of failing. I mean, I don't even, I don't know how to describe it. Like I, like I don't get anxious about thinking about it. Like I'm just like probably too nonchalant about like, mm, no, I'm just not going to do it and I'll just keep going. Yeah. And then a couple days go by and I start crying if my, if I can't get my hair to straighten the way that I want it to. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, it's, like, I know something's wrong. Am I going to do something yeah. about it? Mm, not quite right now. Yeah. What do you but think is, like, the weirdest thing you've started crying over? Like, you were like, why am I crying about this right now? <sighs> well, uh, not being able to get my hair to do what I want is very real. <laughs> that happened recently within the last couple months like I was Matt was it was on one of these days where I worked a later shift and I was trying to get my hair to straighten and it was just like still like poofy and like flipping Mm -hmm. in a weird way and I just started bawling that's so frustrating though yeah and then Matt's just like what's wrong it was like nothing and then I just like fucking put my head in the sink and I rinsed my hair (laughs) and then I left (laughs) Like, that's the most recent that I can think of. Um, but, like, if I hear, like, a really good song, mm-hmm. I'll start crying. If, like, something happens in an episode of a show that I've seen a million times, I'll start crying. Yeah. And, like, just, like, if I get subconsciously overwhelmed, mm-hmm. like, it just comes out spewing through my eyeballs. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. So, but it's just, like, uh, my, we were hanging out at the garage the other day and our friend was like, oh yeah, like, I've never seen you mad. I was like, yeah, it's because I'm very polite. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm very polite. That's yeah. great. Yeah. It's like, because I'm too considerate and it's probably social anxiety of looking like a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if I actually got mad. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. And they would escort me out of stores. There are only three wish, bananas on this bunch. Yeah. Like I wish I could be Karen with the may I speak to the manager haircut. Oh right. But alas I'm not. Yeah. No. It's hard to be that man. Yeah. Even when I had that haircut, because I had that haircut <laughs> for a while, like I still wasn't that. Yeah. yeah, I had short hair for a while, guys, and it's hard to be that with that haircut, even though everyone expects you to be. Yeah, like everyone just hard. looks at you like, mm, she's <laughs> yelling at someone. She's going to yell like, at a person that's 15 years younger than her. <laughs> yeah. I yelled at everyone everywhere. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't. Like, you'd walk in the stores, though, and people would be like, oh. <laughs> like just, I'm like no 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 it's okay like I'm just here for yarn guys it's fine I'm just here for yarn <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, 
I love I love yarn. I used to make these like little I don't know what you'd call them. They weren't scarves. They weren't really anything. Just like out of like yarn and you just use your fingers and you keep like looping them over your fingers and it was just really relaxing to do it and you didn't really have to look at it. And then I tried learning how to like knit and crochet and that's just not happening, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean actually I I um <clears throat> I bought yarn mm, probably almost a year ago now. I was just about to say if you say a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I bought three bundles of yarn. Mm-hmm. I used one. Oh, and I so like my idea was I was gonna make a blanket, and mm-hmm. I started it. I got through one spool, and I'm probably like like a third way through the second one. But it just it's just sitting above our couch downstairs, and Matt always looks at it. And he's like, "Are you gonna finish that blanket? Like it's getting cold." <laughs> <laughs> it's getting cold, Megan. We're gonna need it soon. <laughs> So, but like like once in a while I'll just be like mm, yeah let's do this but then like my like looking down at it like my neck hurts and then it's like I just feel yeah. slouchy and then it's not like I'm exerting any more energy than usual when I'm just watching tv but you know yeah, yeah. my my first crocheting project and my last if we're being honest uh was to try to make a hat for my daughter when she was like an itty bitty baby and I got so bored of it so quickly I was like hey guys it's a yarmulke and I just put it up and I was done oh my god that's awesome Uh, it was a rainbow yarmulke basically because I used I used really cool rainbow yarn uh but yeah I was over it I was just I was done I didn't want to do it anymore yeah that's fair I get it I mean, it's probably been mm, at least like three weeks since I picked it up. No, maybe not. Maybe like two. Oh. Um, but like you sit down and then I got to like the last time that I picked it up, like the last time before the last time I did like four rows and mm-hmm. like, meanwhile, this is like five feet wide. Yeah. I did five rows, five feet wide. And then I realized that I did an extra loop at the <sighs> end oh no yeah when i started one of the line, one of the rows so it was just like you could see that yeah it was, that it was going to be too wide and i was just oh, like no. this that was another time where i was just like too overwhelmed and then i just like undid it all <laughs> and then just like almost started crying and then i just rolled it back up and then i put it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like i can't do it anymore yarn no more yeah but then the last time they picked it up, I put on the YouTube video of the Try Guys podcast and I just mm-hmm. listened to it slash watched it. And then I got another like six or seven rows done. Oh, that's good. You just yeah. got it. Try Guys is it. That's the thing you I, I love them too. They're great. They're not on I'm Anchor. I'm sure they love you. But, you know, I, I actually had a dream last night. <laughs> Where, um, about the try guys about the try guys yeah and oh. for some reason eugene was trying to help me oh. make something oh i don't remember what it was um but i remember the end of the dream um keith and ned were serving food at some place it was like a fast food place i want to say it was like kfc or something not like a burger joint but and then i was like in line like waiting 
You say that as if, like, KFC is upscale compared to, like, Burger King and McDonald's. No, but, like, I... (laughs) Not, like, like, a burger joint. Like, all right, Megan. (laughs) I mean that as, like, the layout of the place. Okay. Wait, KFC, like... Wait, what? Wait. Wait. KFC, though, is, like, that, but with chicken. Like, I was paying attention to, like, the layout behind the counter. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like, See, I I'm only on the other side of the counter. So you can't yeah, be specified. The back side of the counter for too long of those yeah. places. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and it was very strange. And then Eugene and I did not finish what we were trying to do. And then I woke up. <laughs> it was That's so awful. Strange. It was awful. And I had gotten like a good seven hours of sleep. I made sure that I went to bed at a reasonable hour and then I woke up still super tired and I didn't understand it I do that too a lot I actually just did a project for school that um when you don't get into like a certain type of like sleep yeah you don't like feel rested at all yeah I did that for psychology there was people that like suffer from insomnia often report bad dreams and they can't ever remember having good dreams and people that often get very good sleep say they only ever have pleasant dreams i mean i wouldn't say that my dreams are unpleasant they're just weird yeah well it's i mean unpleasant could be you know just strange you know but not like i mean like you're not having dreams where you're like eating candy and fried chicken you're having (laughs) dreams where like you can't finish what you start and you're in a fast And I didn't finish restaurant. what I started. And I didn't get my food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. My brain's trying Negative to Negative dream. Yeah. We're going to just start a dream analysis podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I also have weird dreams where like, I just acquire a baby. That's oh. supposed to be mine. <laughs> acquire a baby that yeah. they tell like, you is yours? I have one. Like, I don't birth oh. anything. It's just like, like yeah, you adopt one? Uh, no. It's oh. Just and it's oh. no in, my, in my dream brain that it's mine. Oh. Yeah. I don't weird. know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. But Matt made me feel better the other day. Apparently, he had a dream the other day that he had a baby too. So, oh. like, it's not just me. <laughs> All these baby dreams. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys are like in sync. You're having the dreams. Yeah, he had a one. I had like seven. Oh well, I mean, you know, it had to happen at some point. <laughs> at some point. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah, and it can be hard to talk to people that you know too. Like that's a different kind of vulnerability, and it's 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 really different talking to a stranger and being like. I fucking hate everything than it is to talk to your friend and be like, Hey, I kind of want to die right now. Um, you don't want to freak your friend out. Yeah. I mean, like even when like you and I talk, like, it's just like, I know that not that it's a front, but, but you know, you know, when I'm putting on the mask and when it's, it's really been a bad day. Yeah. And even when you are putting on the mask, I can tell when it's your low day, but I don't expect you to, lay out your emotions because I don't have the professional capability <laughs> to help you. Yeah. So obviously I'm just going to tell you that I love you and yeah. I'm 
for you. But that's all I got. <laughs> I mean, the best part about having friends like Megan is, you know, sometimes you don't you don't want someone to analyze you. You know, that's for your therapist if you have one. Um, right. Sometimes you just want somebody to make things normal for a little bit. So if you have a friend or if or if if you are that friend, um, just let just make things normal for a little bit. Sometimes that's really the best thing you can do when everything feels like it's falling apart. Having somebody that makes you feel like everything isn't falling apart is really, really nice. I'm going to cry right now. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Don't cry. Don't cry. Oh, I got it. I mean, I'm okay. I'm holding it together. <sighs> but, I mean, I'm not going to cry on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, in that same vein, um, like, sometimes you need someone to more or less call you out on your bullshit and a professional is going to do that and they're going to help you analyze what's happening and saying hey something is going on and we need to address this yeah so whoever you are therapy's normal talk to people don't keep it all in like yeah it's it's good it's good to open up um and talk about you know what's bothering you and I know it is so scary I know um I was reading something and this like killed me like I'm too empathetic I think oh there's a woman on that chonky cat page her cat just died and I'm just like my heart is breaking for her like it's so sad like like I can't stand like I it's just there's so much sad news and everything is just so sad and I just, I don't want all the sad things. I was scrolling today. <laughs> all right. So another time where I was almost crying for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I was scrolling and it was like, oh, take a break from, you know, all the bad news and politics and, and mean stuff on the internet. Here's just a mouse in a, sitting in a flower. And, oh. it was a, and it was a mouse sitting in a purple iris. Oh. Which was my mom's favorite flower, which is oh my god, got tattooed on me <laughs> for her. So it was just like, oh my god, this is lovely. I was like, I'm at work. Let's just keep scrolling. Thanks, sleepy mouse. <laughs> but you're, you're, you're done. <laughs> Thanks, sleepy mouse. Your job is done. Oh, oh that's so cute. Oh god, that's so cute. Yeah, and I've been seeing a lot of cardinals lately, which is like her favorite bird. Like he, uh, she and my grandfather, who passed away like three months after she did, um, we would always see cardinals in the backyard of my grandma and grandpa's house. So, that's what my grandmother always says: "Is like, oh, it's your grandfather, it's your mom. They're in the backyard there." So, but I've been seeing a lot of cardinals lately, which is cool. Hmm. Maybe that. I mean, I do think that it's possible you know for that to to be a thing I like to think that that's possible so can I tell you I don't know if I told you this so um backstory for our listeners um after my mom passed when I was younger um my dad moved to New Hampshire but my Mm -hmm. mom's mom who was my grandma obviously still lived in like a town over from where we were it was like oh no like I'm not moving like I, I'm not leaving grandma like that's not yeah. happening yeah. so 
um, a friend of mine, basically like I, we had a mutual friend and I stayed over at her house for like a sleepover birthday party. And long story short, like essentially I never left. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I stayed there and like our, our mutual friend had, she was supposed to take me home the next day, but she never woke me up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just like spent the rest of the day with him. And like, that was, that was history. And then like uh, a few, like a year or so later, like I, after spending a couple days a week at their house, getting the bus to school from their house, um, her parents took guardianship of me the first day of high school for me. That's so um, kick ass. Yeah. So anyway, um, our mom, so like when I say our mom, that's a separate person from, (laughs) (laughs) um, she passed away almost three years ago now. Um, yeah, she, she passed like a few weeks, no, a week before Athena was born who was my niece and Athena turned two in at the end of March. Dude, it does not feel like it's been that long. I know. I know. It's crazy. And I remember I called you and I was like, oh, like mom died. And you were like, oh shit. I I didn't know how to process that with you. Like, what do I do? Yeah. And then like you, as you thought of like the first thing that I did, you were like, how's Abby? Yeah. Who is my, my little sister. Um, she's eight years younger than my other sister and I. And we were just like, yeah. So I was like, but anyway, um, yeah. my, my sister who has my niece, she and I went to a medium with my niece. Um, and so the medium was talking about it. Like, basically, we just wanted to know what she wanted us to do with her yeah because like her mom didn't have a will or anything she passed suddenly in her sleep like she took a nap and she didn't wake up so i mean like it's comforting knowing that like she didn't feel anything but yeah what the fuck (laughs) you know yeah we're just like what do we do like like we got her cremated because she always said that she didn't want to be buried because she was afraid of worms crawling through her Which is a valid fear. Absolutely valid. So we got her cremated. Also, it was it was cheaper because we had to pay for anything. Because like I said, she didn't have any life insurance or anything or a will or anything. So, and we were just like, what do we do with her? So we went to this medium, asked her to see if she could get in touch with her mom to find out <laughs> what she wanted us to do with her. <laughs> Um, but like toward the end, she was talking about my niece who was sitting in her carriage on the floor. She was like, Oh, like she is such an old soul. Like she, you know, she knows what's going on around her, but she's crying because she can't tell you. Yeah. Like, yeah that yeah. makes total fucking sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she was like, You know, like your mom wants to know, like, it, whenever you see a ladybug, that's her. Oh, so we were like, Okay. So we got in the car and we were leaving. And then, out of the blue, like we had just gotten down the road. My sister was like, what the fuck? I'm like, what, what happened? (laughs) She's like, turn around, look at Athena's mirror. And lo and behold, 
there's a fucking ladybug on her infant like backseat mirror and never noticed it before oh my gosh I love that what the fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just like, oh my god, wow. It was just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So oh. I agree that, you know, people from beyond will try to come come to you through other little little li- little living beings. Yeah. 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 So funny. But yeah, it was hilarious. She was like, what the like god damn it mom yeah (laughs) and like i think it was like six months old at this point (laughs) it was it was pretty funny that was funny yeah Uh, yeah we've been talking for a long time bro we have been talking for a long time probably like 45 minutes not including our little little intro banter yeah not including the intro we're probably at i don't know i'd say probably close to 50 minutes our intro was kind of long yeah you're probably we're at 63 now oh gosh well we need to end on on something good um if you guys are going through a rough time or if you just need a little light in your day I have to recommend to you Lin-Manuel Miranda's book Good Morning Good Night oh I have to read that that sounds good it's just like basically any tweet that he's put on like he just put in books Hmm. like and it's just like either just like little like little good morning thing like I just opened the book to a random page um, and it says, you're so pretty. I can't look directly at you. You're in a good morning. And then. Oh, wow, that's so nice. I know. And then it says, the sun is gone, but you remain undimmed and glorious. Good night. Oh, and, man, that feels good. Right? Right? And it's, it is, let me see how many pages. It is. All right. All right. <laughs> it never ends (laughs) it is 201 pages of just little goodness and pep talk can be 200 you gotta make it 201 all right bro i see you well i mean you probably i think you started on like page technically two Ah, okay so it's 199 pages still couldn't make it even 200 it's fine it's fine well because it has to have a good morning and a good night So the page number, so it's probably just like two hundred pages of yeah. What I mean, because it can't be an odd number of good morning and good nights. But anyway, um, (sighs) it's really nice. Yeah, like it. It was just like a little thing to look forward to, just to read one a day in the morning. That sounds so nice. Or just talk to someone. Um, I've been listening to My Favorite Murder and Me too. Um, and Jordan and Karen talk like about them going to therapy and their, you know, their, I don't want to say mental illnesses, but like their depression and anxiety and stuff. And they're very open about it. And they're apparently 
psychology today their website has like a therapist finder oh i like that yeah which i'm probably gonna look into um and it'll help you find someone that's in your area and they have like little bios of the therapist and like pictures and stuff um to find people that are close to you if you need someone to talk to who's not just like a friend if you need someone impartial and yeah you know professional <laughs> you know just find something i mean they have um didn't they use i don't know if they still have it they used to have like an anonymous like chat thing um where you could either be it was like a peer-to-peer therapy kind of thing where you could just kind of be a sounding board or you could use a sounding board. So you would sign up either. I did it a few times when I was younger. You could sign up either as the talker or the person that, you know, gets talked to. Um, And if you're in a good place, I highly recommend being the person that gets talked to because there were several situations where somebody had gone through something for the first time that I'd gone through before and they had no idea how to process it. And I was able to be like, look, this happened to me. Let me tell you what I did and see if maybe that helps you. Um, and it also really helps, you know, if you're the person that's going through something and, you know, you're not really sure what to do. It always helps to have a fresh perspective on, you know, what's going on and and your life and whatever the problem is. So please talk to somebody. We love you. I don't even know who you are. And I love you. And you deserve to be happy. Um, but yeah, so please, you know, we're, like I said, we're going to start the Facebook page really soon. Um, I gotta get like some people together to make sure that we have more than like just me and Megan in the group. Um, but, um, it'll be there for you. You know, you can always message an admin, which will be me and Megan. Um, and if, you know, you want advice, you want to talk, whatever, we're, we're there. You want to just socialize with the other people that also like naked nuggets and you can do that too yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be like a come one come all kind of experience yeah i can't wait to hear from you guys we love you all of you all right well i'm going to continue watching criminal minds on a very updated tv and look at all the (laughs) makeup that hodge is wearing oh lord Yeah, I'm going to watch Kim's Convenience. That's what I'm watching right now. It is fantastic. And it's Canadian, so you know it's good. A? A. They call electricity hydro. And I was like, no, that's water. (laughs) That that is water. Yeah. yeah, We were talking about the hydro bill, and I was like, what is that? Is that your water bill? That's very high. (laughs) But yeah, it's electricity. So the more you know. But yeah, oh, can you end this podcast by reading a random part of that book? A good night one. I can. This is going to be great. All right. And then as soon as you read it, this podcast is over. Make sure you're done. Okay. (laughs) All right. Good night. We're closer than where we started. Nothing but open road ahead. Let's go. Can you hear me? I can. Ah. Okay. So we're going to do banter for this episode because I got some funny stuff to tell you and I don't want it to be part of the episode because I don't want it.
like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not taking this seriously, because I am. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, I don't know if you saw my Facebook status, but I saw a bald eagle today. I did. <laughs> Monica. <laughs> so, I have to tell you the story. Please. Because, oh, hi, it. Scarlett. Um, Scarlett, no. Just, Scarlett. Uh-huh. Good lord. <laughs> She's so heavy. Oh my god. Okay. I love you so much, but this is unbearably painful. Okay, lay down, lay down, lay down. Okay, thank you. She's so fat, and her little paws are so tiny that when she stands on you, it just feels like she's stabbing you. You need to make her some snowshoes. I really do. Weight distribution. (laughs) That's what we need to do. Oh, she's laying down now. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. Oh, God, I love her so much. Okay, so... I was leaving work, and um, usually in the afternoons I take, well, in the mornings too, um, I take this back road so I can avoid, like, the main road uh, right. leading up to work. Um, and as I turn, and there's no one that goes down that road, really. So as I'm turning onto the back road, I see, like, this large bird, and it, like, swoops down into the road. And I'm like, that is way too big to be a vulture. So I turn the little corner out of our, like, parking lot area. And as I'm like straight on to this bird, I see it's a bald eagle. That's and I'm on the phone with my dad and I'm just screaming, America, America, yes, yes. <laughs> like I've never seen a bald eagle in like real life before. Really? Yeah. And oh, it yeah. is, let me just say, it is a majestic creature. Like, yeah. Yeah. wow. You don't like, even have this... to like birds. You really don't. Okay, so, like, I don't like birds. But this thing, I was like, oh, I love you. Like, I it, yeah. it was like, I love this bird. Yeah. It swooped Natural down, grabbed a squirrel, like, a live squirrel, like, that was running across the road. Just picked oh it God. up. Like, this eagle was hardcore, Megan. Like, um, this one I know. <laughs> like, like, I stopped, and I'm, like, 10, 20 feet in front of it. I'm screaming, America. My windows are open because it's so hot. So I know this thing can hear me. And it's like, oh, God, this dumb woman. Oh my God. So I'm I'm like shaking. My hands are shaking. I'm trying to get my phone so I can take a picture of it. And it like looks at me. And I was like, oh, no. And it like got up and flew at my car. And I was like, it's going to hit my windshield. Like, what am I going to do? And oh it like God. turns at the last second and goes like right alongside. If Megan, if I would have put my hand out the window, I could have touched this bird. That's how close oh. to my car it was. Oh my god! Like, and I'm just the whole time just screaming, "America, America!" Like, <laughs> and my dad's on the phone, like, "What is happening?" I'm like, "Dad, I'm like, at this point, I'm crying." Dad, I just saw bald eagle. He's like, "Okay." <laughs> it's and like I'm hearing so the national loud. anthem live. Like, yes. you just have to cry. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was a very overwhelming experience. It made me feel very patriotic. Like that, I mean, that is amazing. It was incredible. And like, I was so loud that the people that were around my dad could hear me and they were like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, she just saw Bald Eagle for the first time. She's fine. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it was crazy. It was absolutely insane. Like, I was screaming like a psychopath, but it was so cool. That but it was. So like, it, it could only have been more American if that, like, that, um, Oh my God! What's that country song that says "We'll stick a boot in your ass"? It's the American way. Cool. Yeah. Like it was just oh, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. That yes. song. So if you're listening and you're not sure what that song is, go listen to that song because that's literally. Oh like, wait, I'm thinking of a different song. America, fuck yeah. America, and yeah, no, it's called courtesy of the Red, the White, and Blue. Song? 
I'm not sure who sings Courtesy it. Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. It's yes. like, it's like right. Uncle Sam put your name at the top of his list. I the should Statue know. Of like, shaking fist. I love that song. <laughs> It is, it is a good song. Um, but yeah, like that to me, like that's more American than the national anthem. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that needs to be our national anthem. That and then just the so Liberty good. Bell ringing at the end. Yes, it's great. Oh, so great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all right. I had to get that out. Do you have any giddy things to get out before we start getting serious? Because that was my big giddy thing. I was like, um, oh my god, I got Megan. <laughs> well, I don't want to get in it too much because I don't know who might be listening, but. We had some work drama today. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The owner came in and had oh. a talk with one was of the Was that doc- the meeting? Is that the meeting? That was the meeting that I was talking about. <laughs> oh, man. Listeners, Allie called me on my lunch break. And that's when the owner decided to come and have this meeting with this other doctor. And she called me and she's talking and I'm just whispering to her. She's like, there's a meeting going on and we have to eavesdrop. I'm going to call you later. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, but I was looking at the schedule afterwards, so I'm very confused as to how the meeting actually ended. But as we were listening to it, it didn't sound great. (laughs) Oh, like was the doctor in trouble for something or? Yes. I mean, it's been like it's it's been an issue for a while. Is this, okay, so is this the owner of the building or the owner of the company? The owner of the practice. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm thinking like building owner. I'm like, what does he care about? Oh, you guys no. no, 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 no. Like your parking no, violation. The practice, my boss, my doc. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was talking to this other doctor and it was a thing, but I'll find out the real scoop on Wednesday when okay. I'm just I'm working with him. And I'll be like, hey, what actually happened? What's What's the scoop, bro? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he'll tell me because he doesn't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love those people. They're my favorite people. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'll see how it actually transpires. Okay, cool. Yeah. But it was. I got to tell Ethan not to call me. Yes, yes, you do. When I'm ready, I'm recording with Megan, and you'll ruin it. <laughs> and you'll ruin it. I put an LOL. That, like, lightens it up a little bit. Yeah, but also, even if you didn't, you should know. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, anyway. All right, let me get a drink of my drink so we can just start fresh and then get rid of this cat. And get rid of this cat. Poor Scarlet. She's going to be so annoying. I Hold on. What, Emily? You're not hungry. Have a big glass of water. Right? Like she just gets bored. Yeah. I'm, like and I said, then she I gets annoying. It. Oh, yeah, no. I get it, too. Like, I just took out eight wings, man. Oh, wings. Like, they weren't that good, if we're being honest. They were a little... They weren't cooked right. Like, they were cooked through. But... Were they naked? No, I no, no, no. I put, I put spicy barbecue sauce on them. Come no, on. Do you like, think I'm some kind of animal? No, but I mean like like um not breaded. Oh yeah, no, they were not breaded. And yeah. they like, you know how that, you like, how you go to Hooters and you can ask yes. for naked wings and it's not breaded. Yes. Yeah. But like yeah, yeah. why? And, and guys are like, <laughs> I want to see you naked, and it's like, oh Jesus. Christ. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, but uh, they were from Little Caesars because we're doing life on the cheap right now. Um, so I just I grabbed a pizza for the kids. Where there's a Little Caesars near here. Yeah, but I we see have like a million of them all, all around. It's mine. great. It's like five bucks for a huge pizza. You can't beat that. Yeah, and it's hot and ready. I get it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's eight wings for like six bucks. So that's not bad. Yeah. Not great, um, but not but yeah, they. I should have asked them to run them through like the broiler again because they were just a little fatty. And like you know, if you cook skin long enough, it kind of thins out a little bit, you know. But yeah. they didn't do that with these. The flats, I will say, the flats were all delicious. But I was the, gonna say the, the, the drums were a little, a little, like not as crispy. But the drums, yeah. gotta crisp them up. Yeah, I always like when I go places. I always ask for all flats. And they always are, like, super annoyed with me. And I'm like, sorry, friends, learn how to cook the drums so we won't have this problem. <laughs> Not even that. I just love the flats so much better. They're so fun to eat. And I feel yeah. like they're easier to eat and they have more meat on them usually. I agree. I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. If you disagree, fight me. <laughs> yeah. If you disagree, you're wrong. And just yeah. you're yeah. going to have to deal with being I mean, wrong. I don't to that. But just know that you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So um, we'll do the intro and then we'll just kind of get into things do you like the the normal intro like the i'm melissa i'm megan hold on emily's calling me this is gonna be the last time i leave okay all right so just normal intro i won't be naked nuggets i'm melissa i'm megan blah blah blah, blah. okay okay all right ready one oh should i count down from three or count up to three from one i don't care <laughs> okay i don't know it can be confusing all right one, two, I got to get all this out so that I'm not laughing like a psycho. Okay. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Okay. Oh, that reminds me, remind me to tell you later, the show Kim's Convenience on Netflix is perfect and hysterical and you must watch it. Okay. Okay. All right. One, two, three.